At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations Facility. All views expressed are those of the hosts. Welcome to episode 140 of the OFNT podcast. I'm calling it the return of the Donald. Nancy Pelosi, Democratic Speaker of the House of Representatives, has decided to step down after 20 years. Good riddance. Following Twitter and Facebook's lead, Amazon plans on laying off some 10,000 workers. Happy holidays, indeed. No. Russian missiles hit Poland, causing casualties. Can and will this trigger World War III? Well, let's hope not. Never mind. Though the missiles were of Russian origin, they were actually fired by Ukraine. The Federal Bureau of Instigation, better known as the FBI, is extremely concerned about TikTok. They're very concerned that they have no control over it. Can't censor info if you don't have a private portal now, can you? No. Third world countries in China want the West to establish a climate loss and damage fund, which would pay for climate cost disasters. This climate stuff is just another way to squeeze money out of you. And that's a fact. Tech news. And the hits keep coming. Last episode, I spun the sordid tale of the failed cryptocurrency exchange, FTX, and the man boy who ran it into the ground. Well, on top of everything that happened last week, it seems that FTX was hacked over last weekend to the tune of around $400 million, give or take a few mil. Inside job? For now, only SBF's hairdresser knows and If you ever seen a picture of this mess, he ain't got no hairdresser. (laughs) Remember all those celebrities who pimp for FTX like Tom Brady and Shaq? Well, they're all being sued for false advertising and the like. As my dear mother would say, the chickens have all come home to roost. Peloton, Aura, and many other fitness apps have just now become compatible with Google and Samsung's Health Connect system, and that's Android's answer to Apple's Health app. Now users of Android can track their workout stats integrated throughout Health Connect using those very popular fitness apps. Something iOS users have been able to do for a while now. All I can say to this is, it's about time. Thank you. Apple has raised the price on its Apple One subscription bundle just in time for Christmas. I was paying $29.95 per month, but starting in December, 
I'll be paying $32.95, a $3 increase. I have the Premier Family Plan. For that price, you get subscriptions to Apple TV+, Fitness+, Arcade, Music, News+, and 2 terabytes of cloud storage. Still not a bad deal, but I only use one game from Arcade. I use News Plus only occasionally, Fitness Plus lately, rarely, and I haven't watched anything on Apple TV since September. No one else on my family plan uses any of that stuff. I might just downgrade to the individual plan. I'm canceling my subscription to Spotify next month, so I'll start using Apple Music more, I guess. Anyway... Thanks, Tim Apple. Merry Christmas to you, too. Bye. Elon Musk has scrapped Twitter's free meals perk for employees, which cost the company an estimated $13 million per year. Now, you can imagine the reaction this has gotten amongst those employees. Sure, idiotic tweeters quickly came to Twitter employees' defense, accusing Musk of trying to starve his employees to death. Other, more sane Twitter users pointed out that free meals are not a standard perk for any industry, but perhaps the food industry. Most Twitter employees are pulling down a six-figure salary, so it's safe to say that they can afford to buy their own meals. It just makes me wonder what the heck is going on in colleges and the tech industry that employs these graduates. Oh, I know. Everyone gets a trophy. Later in the week, Musk sent out a memo telling employees that to help reboot Twitter, he expects hard work and dedication from them. The result of that was a mass resignation. The left is gloating about this, but I think Twitter will come back as a leaner, more efficient company. What do you think? I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Check I'm using. Besides my woes with the Aura Smart Ring, which despite yet another firmware update, they still remain. All my other tech is running just fine. I enjoy using Microsoft 365, but come January, I'll no longer have a need for it. I was forced to subscribe to it because those darn IT guys at work first took away access to iCloud.com, which, by the way, has just updated its UI, and then they took away access to my personal OneDrive account while using the work-supplied Word app. Strangely and thankfully, I can still use the browser versions of the MS Office suite with my personal OneDrive account, hence the subscription. OneDrive is the fastest cloud service I have used. I type something at work, get home, open up Word on my iPad, and within seconds, what I typed at work is there. This wasn't the case when I was using iCloud.com or when I was lugging a MacBook Air to work with me and tethering it to my iPhone. I'd type something at work, get home, fire up an Apple device, and wait about 10 minutes, and if I was lucky, my text would appear. Sometimes iCloud didn't appear to be working at all, so I'd start typing, thinking that data from my previous work was lost, only to have the missing text show up the next time I opened the file, creating one confusing mess. This only appeared to happen when using Apple Office apps, like Pages, for example. I used IA Writer, which uses iCloud, and had no such problems. 
This leads me to believe the problem is with the Apple apps, not with iCloud itself. Of course, IA Rider is exclusive to macOS and iOS, and I'm not allowed to download apps on my window-based computer at work. There is also no browser version of IA Rider. So, why not just use the free browser version of Word? Well, I tried that, but that version is limited and wouldn't allow me to edit the same document on different devices. Come January, I'll try out Pages again. If I still have these problems, I guess I'll use IA Writer for scripts. Entertainment News Here at the Old Fort household, which mainly consists of my lovely wife and I, well, we're big fans of the series Yellowstone, which stars Kevin Dances with Wolves Costner. We were late to the game, though, binging the previous four seasons on the Peacock streaming service over this past summer, while eagerly awaiting season five. Last Sunday was the big day, so I fired up the old Peacock app and quickly realized that season five wasn't there. Well, being that Yellowstone is a CBS show, I reasoned, it surely must be on the network streaming app, Paramount Plus, right? No. It wasn't on that service either. I then opened up the soon-to-be-canceled DirecTV stream app and found the show on, of all places, the Country Music Television Channel. What? I gather it's part of the Paramount Network, which doesn't seem to be affiliated with Paramount Plus streaming service. Talk about being confusing. (laughs) Anyhow, I did watch the premiere of the new Sylvester Stallone vehicle on Paramount Plus, the mafia-themed Tulsa King, which looks promising. I enjoyed their first episode, which is, you know, basically the standard setup episode for the series. I had meant to include this next item in the last episode, but hey, I'm the resident old fart for a reason. I watched a remake of the World War I classic, All Quiet on the Western Front. This particular version is a product of Germany. The film was competent, but uh, slow-moving in parts, I thought. The story has changed a bit from the novel and original movie, and those changes were perhaps the parts I liked the best out of the originals. There were no virtual signaling or woke moments in this film, and there's something to be said about that. Netflix was the platform for this movie, and I'm still going to cancel my long-held subscription at the end of this month. You know, fixed income and, and stuff. Finally, in the entertainment section, Pulp Fiction director Quentin Tarantino and I agree that the current era of Hollywood movies has been the worst era ever. He stated this on his podcast, Video Archives. What he didn't state was why he thought that, but I'll give you a little hint here. Podcasting News I broke out the old Behringer channel strip in two preamp to record last week's episode. Did you notice a difference? Probably not. I notice a difference when recording and editing using the over-the-ear Audio-Technica cans I have, but everything gets compressed into an MP3 file for publishing, so you probably didn't notice anything. What I'd like to use for recording someday is a Rode Procaster paired with a Rode NT1 mic. I stayed away from uh, condenser mics like the NT1 in the past because the area I record in is very noisy. Here's an example for you. That's what I sound like with no noise gate. So now that I have access to channel strips with noise gates, I'm open to using condenser type mics. 
I currently sneak in a first-generation Neat Worker Bee, which is a small condenser mic uh, on occasion. That mic costs well under $100, but sounds pretty darn good. I just might ask Santa to bring me a Neat King Bee for Christmas to hold me over until I can get that NT1. <laughs> It's time for the rant. Well, Orange Man Bad, fired. also known as a former President Trump, has announced his intention to run for president again. As I stated in the last episode, even if he survives the primaries, his mere presence on the ticket would cause masses of Democrats to come out and vote against him. While in office, he had some good policies, but just couldn't keep off Twitter and was always at war with the press. The latter wasn't really his fault. From day one, they had it out for him, but I think he could have handled it better. Instead of angry responses to the loaded, mostly malicious questions he was subjected to from those socialist-trained Ivy League journalists, in name only anyway, he should have just replied with one-word answers and brushed them off. There was no way he was going to sway that pack of misinformation specialists anyway. The media would love to see him back at the White House, though, because he was very, very good for their ratings. Since he left office, ratings for CNN, MSNBC, and the big three network news programs have been way down. If Mr. Trump does make it back to the White House, why would he think anything would be different this time? The so-called deep state, Democratic Party, and even many in the Republican Party conspired to hobble his administration at all points, making it impossible to govern during his time in office. They would do the same thing all over again, and this time they'd be more efficient at it because of all the practice they got from the last time. <laughs> anyway, I believe they'll find a way to stop Trump from running, be it an indictment or whatever. Then again, perhaps the elites would prefer him to run again, knowing that their candidate would benefit from that. In my opinion, I feel Mr. Trump's political time has passed. His popularity seems to be fading, though... I supported him over Hillary and old Uncle Joe. His time in office left me exhausted. At first, I found him entertaining, but now I just find him grating. It's time to move on, for me anyway. How about you? Episode 140, like those episodes that have come before it, will surely become part of podcasting history. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you and hope you found it worth your while. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can tell me what things you liked or disliked about the show. I'd love hearing from you. So I'll see you next week. Oh, remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now, try and figure out how you're going to afford that Thanksgiving dinner and get off my lawn. If you celebrate it, have a great Thanksgiving. If you don't, just have a great Thursday. I'm out. Stay skeptical. See ya. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.